When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to I Am The Cute One, the most chaotic school dance in the podcast universe. Listen, you got through the week like we got through 9-11. And a recession. And the Special K diet. And the time that James Franco hosted the Oscars. And Ben Platt's wig and Dear Evan Hansen. TGIF. Hello, I am Donnie and I am the cute one. And I am Chelsea and I am the cute one. TGIF, cutie. Yeehaw, baby. (laughs) What was that? (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) My oldest daughter has been practicing riding her bike. And the other weekend, in pure jubilation, (laughs) as she turned around and went down this big hill for the first time, she was feeling herself. She was so proud. And she yelled, yeehaw, baby. (laughs) And I truly, I heard it. And I have not stopped saying it since. So buckle up, cuties, because we will be saying yeehaw, baby, for most everything moving forward. And well, I'll let you know if that gets on my nerves or not. You have at least a month. You have at yeah, least a month. We established that rule. If you guys listen yeah. to us on the Reality Is podcast when I was in my What's in the Box era, Donnie did politely let me know that I have one month for each <laughs> vocal tick. We'll see. Yeah, I'll let you know. Because shoving candy canes up your ass and What's in the Box, that... At words, welcome very quickly. But like, oopsie kitty, other quotes you say, they just are you. So use this sparingly in the beginning is what I'm saying. Let this last a lifetime. Yeah, and I really (laughs) wish that that advice would impact me in any way. But if anything, it just makes me want to say, yeehaw, baby. (laughs) I get it. So this upcoming Wednesday is Valentine's Day, cuties. So we do have our episode Monday as normal. But on Wednesday, our YouTube launches. So go on YouTube, search I Am The Cute One Podcast, and then hit that subscribe button. Was that a good influencer voice? Yeah. (laughs) Swipe to link, link to love, hashtag like to know, (laughs) Stanley Cup. All those things. So subscribe to the YouTube so you don't miss any more of... (laughs) Whatever this is. That's all. <laughs> so this week brought us Drake's Ding Dong. Uh, hand check. Oh, God. <laughs> Candy out and Portia in on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Usher's peachy photo shoot. A reconciliation between King Charles and Prince Harry after a cancer diagnosis. An A-teens reunion and Tom Holland on stage in England. And somehow we've made it to Friday Yet again. First of all, all those things are of equal importance. (laughs) So so, uh, bravo to us. Second, I talked about Tom Holland being in Romeo and Juliet on my Instagram. And so many people did not know I was in jail before. I talked about it on the podcast, No, you talked about it during our Instagram live. (gasps) So that's why, cuties, it's so important that you tune into our Thursday night Instagram lives at 9.15 Eastern. Or you subscribe to our Patreon where the replays are. Because, yeah, we have told a couple of stories that has never made it to a main feed. You told the story of your night in jail during one of our Instagram lives. So, yeah, you'll have to go back and listen. And that wasn't even supposed to be a plug. I just truly knew I told that story. And the amount of messages I received saying, like, what is this? I said, did I make this up? (laughs) Was I never in prison? 
but I was. That is a funny thing about this podcast that of the two of us, you are the one that went to jail. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, my orange is the new black era. And you're totally a piper. <laughs> no, I am I not. I think I'm more of a pansatucky. I totally agree with that. I... <laughs> I think I'm tasty. Well, we do have a lot to cover today, so we're going to jump I want to talk first about the Charmed drama uh. that popped off this week. Mm-hmm. What do you know about, not what's happening now, but what do you know about it in general? What do you know about the past? Well, I love Charmed. Wonderful. So I am familiar with the franchise. Okay. I knew that you would be covering this topic when I did the question box and I said, what should we talk about? The cuties know us. It was just submission after submission of Donnie needs to talk about charm. Donnie needs to talk about charm. So I purposely have stayed dumb about this topic because I know that you love to educate. And I like when you explain things to me. So I don't know about the present day, but I do know in the past, Shannon... Dougherty was apparently a demon on set and the rumors were that the cast like banded together and got her fired is that relatively correct so 25 years ago Holly Marie Combs and Shannon Doherty were best friends Holly Marie Combs got cast first and said she would not do it without Shannon Doherty so Shannon Doherty got cast because of Holly Marie Combs and who is Holly Marie Piper okay 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 I only ever talk about those women as their charmed characters I'll try my best to use charmed characters well I know Alyssa Milano so I lied I just didn't know Piper's name but now I do so please perfect yeah because you literally know everybody else except her 25 years ago Go yes, the rumor was, oh, Shannon Doherty was fired from 90210, and now look at her old trick. She's fired from Charmed again. Some things have popped off in the past, like Rose McGowan during Me Too said that Alyssa Milano is fake and bells and whistles and doesn't believe in what she talks about. And then Shannon Doherty and Holly Marie Combs recently on Shannon Doherty's podcast said that Alyssa was behind the helm of getting Shannon fired and like weird stuff with her family where like her mom tried to adopt Shannon even though she was like 30 years old. It was nuts. Alyssa Milano's mom? Yeah, like not officially, not with like paperwork, but like truly tried to bring her in and make her feel like, oh, you have a broken home. Come live with us. Come do all this with us. And then Shannon Doherty was like, I think this is manipulation. I don't know what's Mm -hmm. going on, but this is odd. So like a reverse Evie from 13 situation. (gasps) Yeah. Yes. So that is all that. But then during COVID, Alyssa Milano and Holly Marie Combs were on Grey's Anatomy playing sisters and their third sister was like in a coma and they were afraid she was going to die, whatever. So very charmed call outs. Mm -hmm. So that is all important to know moving forward. This weekend, there was a Comic-Con in Orlando and they got all four women to sign on and do Comic-Con. But the stipulation was the other three would not do it with Alyssa Milano. So Friday, you could meet Alyssa Milano. She did a panel by herself. She answered any questions. Saturday and Sunday, the other three had a table together and they did a panel together. And that's weird because the one redheaded woman was never on the show with Shannon Doherty. Like they were never the power of No, no. Rose McGowan took over for Shannon Doherty once Shannon Doherty died on the show. And that's what makes me mad. I feel like she's just being petty. She doesn't like Alyssa Milano. So she's saying like, oh, we're best friends. You didn't even work. Oh, well, we can see which side you're on. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Well, as is tradition, so far, all of the evidence that you've presented is kind of (laughs) anti-Alyssa Milano. So naturally, you're going to stand 10 toes down. 
Riding for Stand her. ten toes down and giggle when I tell you what she said oh, at Comic Con. Okay. So someone at Comic Con asked, like, how do you feel that this had to be done like this? You're on Friday, they're on Saturday. And she said, You know what, guys? I am so sad. I'm so very sad for the fans that there is this 25 year old toxicity that just won't go away and let you enjoy something that you love and she said but you know what i totally understand hurt people hurt people but i am healed (laughs) (laughs) that is so manipulative and i kind of love it she wouldn't have done that to the fans but you know those other three bitches those other three witches She's so good at it, Chelsea. That is how she spent the last 25 years of her (laughs) career. She always does stuff like this. And then after she made that statement and it was going around all the news outlets and stuff, then she posted pictures of her in black and white. It was just her looking so hot at this Comic-Con thing. Like she wore like a crop top and then like she had boys boxer shorts coming out of her pants a little bit. Truly so hot. And then the music over it was Look What You Made Me Do by (gasps) Taylor Swift. (laughs) wow just a menace so then in the instagram comments of like this thing that happened on friday the original creator came in and said like there was a lot of drama on the set Alyssa, and you were not part of it so then holly marie combs came in and commented you know none of what you speak remember the show is bad for the world i don't know what that is in reference to but holly marie combs was pissed off and then Alyssa said to a fan like i don't know why they're keeping this up and holly marie combs responded to that and said if you want to know why you have my number it's the same number you texted three hours ago Ooh. So it is getting juicy on the interweb. I love that the three women are taking to their Instagrams. This is the most middle-aged uh-huh. mom fight I've ever seen. All we need is like a random neighbor on Facebook weighing in about like, well, I heard yelling last night. Also, what's <laughs> going on with stoplights in this town? That's you know? basically what happened because the boy that played the little boy on Who's the Boss, he hasn't worked with Alyssa Milano in truly 40 years. And he commented and said like, thank you for speaking your truth. <laughs> I think that you should do an Instagram video where you weigh in like the 50 <laughs> shades of Kevin Bacon what's that game mm-hmm. five degrees six degrees six I degrees? think yeah it's not 50 shades that's no. Dakota Fanning or whatever <laughs> Dakota Johnson I need to stop no talking. six degrees of Kevin Bacon 50 shades of gray with Dakota Johnson that's a lie Ellen <laughs> okay so we're there we're all here I think that you need to figure out how you're related to this drama <sighs> like who you know who knows somebody yeah, who knows somebody and then you weigh in as a connected person to the drama and thank Alyssa Milano for speaking out and speaking her truth. Because at this point, that's what everybody else is doing. But I love that they're taking to Instagram, but Alyssa Milano is just talking to fans. Like, she's just shooting the shit with whoever's in the lobby at Comic-Con. Well, then they did that too, but I paid less attention to that because it is clear whose side I'm on. But I do know Rose McGowan ended the panel by taking the microphone and said, like, sometimes for a mess to be cleaned up, It needs to be made first. And she was like, so this mess is a long time coming. Glad we could help. And then, like, basically dropped the mic. I know that Shannon Doherty has some pretty significant health stuff going on. Putting that piece into the puzzle. Alyssa Milano's statement is perfect. Uh Had she come against Shannon Doherty directly, 
then she's that asshole who's like bullying yeah. a woman with cancer. But if she makes it about the fans, she's just a giving, good-natured gal who just wishes the fans could have had the true experience they deserve. I know. And that's why mm, I eat it up with a spoon. We need her on Traders. We need all three of them on Traders. <sighs> First of all, I love that you acknowledge there's only three of them because who is Rose McGowan in this world? That is my Yolanda Hadid impression. But yes, they would be incredible. Shannon did say she has no interest in ever doing any Charmed movie again. Whereas like in the past, they've all said they'd be open to it. And then when the Charmed reboot happened on the WB, they were like, we wish they would have come to us instead. Mm -hmm. But whatever has been stirred up has drawn hard lines in the Well, she's also dead in the universe. Yeah, but they're witches, Chelsea. That was the whole point, Donnie. Some things can't be undone by magic. Then we're just ruining the canon lore of the world building. And you know how I feel about world building. Let me circle back to the 80s thriller Daybreakers, that vampire (laughs) movie that came out after you graduated college. I understand, but you know what? Everybody hates Rose McGowan in real life. Is that true? When I only know tangential information and you say things like, everybody hates Rose McGowan, I always have to say, is that true? Or is that your opinion that you therefore assume everybody shares? I don't think anyone loves her. Not like family. I'm sure she has a wonderful support group. (laughs) But I don't think there are like Rose McGowan stands. Well, cuties, if any of you are a Rose McGowan (laughs) fan, please leave us a five-star review and say justice for Rose McGowan. Fuck you, Donnie. Please do. But it has to be five stars. Alyssa Milano liked my Instagram comment yesterday. It had nothing to do with any of this. But she had footage of herself singing backup in a band in her garage (laughs) so i said i don't know if you know this chelsea but Alyssa milano did have a huge music career in the 80s and early 90s in japan and one of her songs is about her little brother called what a feeling so i commented (laughs) so bad what a feeling about her brother yeah it's like now that you came into my life what a feeling as long as it's not about her brother coming into anything else but her life okay did you take your medicine (laughs) fuck off you did it didn't you hear my rant earlier about dakota johnson (laughs) the proof is in the pudding donnie of my mental status thank you very much but when i hear somebody has written a song about their brother called what a feeling yeah i get it let me just say i wouldn't write a song about my brother called what a feeling no nor i Okay. okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Why did she like your Instagram post? Because I said we need a what a feeling parentheses Alyssa's version parentheses, and she liked it. Wow. Well, uh-huh. two things. Number one, cuties. I'm so glad you tune in each and every week for the hottest hitting pop culture topics like who's liked Donnie's Instagrams this week. And number two, I think Donnie, you found your in with the Kevin Bacon six degrees <gasps> separation. You can do your video from the point of view of somebody who has had their comment liked by Alyssa Milano. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, you've done it again, Chelsea. Is that everything? No, not by any means, but it's all I'm equipped to talk about. So okay. if you want real information, cuties, I'm sure there are many people that talk about facts, but I just tell you, everyone hates Rose McGowan, and I am on Team Alyssa. <laughs> Okay. Well, moving into lots of facts, I'm going to be talking about the Grammys this week. Mm. Now, I am more equipped to talk about music than movies, historically speaking. Oh, I'm the opposite. This is our yin and yang, our... (laughs) 
sun and moon. Beautiful. But I'm not going to promise that there isn't going to be misinformation in this. So Mm. just like an influencer telling (laughs) you not to vaccinate your children, I encourage you to do your own research. Okay? (laughs) Here we go. Cuties, you know I cannot see a movie without pretending I'm in it, and now it's your turn. Have you ever tried to use the force when no one's looking, or thought about what superheroes would win in a fight? Then you'll want to stop what you're doing, (laughs) unless you're driving, and visit Sideshow.com. Your eyes do not deceive you. They have a life-size, impeccably detailed replica of the child from Star Wars The Mandalorian. Now, I don't mean to brag, but Sideshow did send me the child. I call him Baby Yoda. I have since learned that is not his name, but he is my son now, so I will be continuing to call him as such. And we have been playing dress up, having photo shoots, and just having a grand old time. But if that one doesn't speak to you, how about a movie-accurate statue of Christopher Reeve as Superman? They got that too. But just wait until you see the incredibly lifelike figures of Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. We are thrilled to have Sideshow sponsoring our podcast today. They offer a wide selection of premium figures, statues, and fine art from the worlds of Star Wars, DC, Marvel, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and so much more. These limited edition, handcrafted, officially licensed collectibles bring pop culture's biggest icons to life in your home. And here is the best part. You can get an exclusive $50 off your first order of two hundred dollars or more it's a great opportunity for new customers to dive into the world of high quality collectibles or you can gift it to that super geek in your life perhaps that person in your life that you know would cringe when they hear that i've been letting my daughter sleep with my baby yoda and again that i refuse to stop calling it baby yoda plus shopping at sideshow earns you five percent back in sideshow rewards meaning for every one hundred dollars spent you get five dollars back in rewards that can be used on future purchases while geeking out is its own reward your collection goes farther with sideshow so what are you waiting for visit sideshow.com promo code cute one right now and get ready to let your geek side show oh that's clever sideshow like sideshow.com I get it. So at the Grammys, there were a bunch of performances. The one that made me cry was Joni Mitchell and Brandi Carlisle. And that was Joni Mitchell's first ever performance at the Grammys. Wow. And then Luke Combs and Tracy Chapman performed together his cover Tracy's song, mm-hmm. Fast Car. What are your opinions on this? I'm torn. I like that he like honored her and showed like this is her song. This is the reason my song became number one in the first place. But I feel like he's been put on a pedestal so much about it that we didn't even need him. So a couple things. Mm-hmm. One is I think the narrative kind of got away from all of us when the song first came out because mm-hmm. she had given him permission to cover the song from the beginning. And yeah. when the narrative first came out, it was very much like he took this and now it's going to be his. But the cool thing was that when he covered the song, he didn't change any of the lyrics. So Mm -hmm. all of the pronouns were still the same as if Tracy was singing the song. So in doing that, he made sure that she continued to be the Mm -hmm. sole writer 
of mm. the song, and she was the only one credited with writing this song, ah. which I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And I did think it was a really nice performance. Like, it was a really mm-hmm. sweet moment. But it is kind of an example of like, wow, look at this stand-up dude doing the right thing. And wow, let's talk about him instead of this amazing artist standing right. quite literally right next to him who created this song. But her version went to number one on iTunes, though, the day after the awards. And I think it's the first time it ever was at number one. That's so that's amazing. cool, too. Yeah. And it was an introduction, I think, for the younger generation because I mm-hmm. saw a lot of buzz on the old Twitter from Gen Z, just like they discovered that Elizabeth Olsen <laughs> is related to those Olsen twins Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they are now realizing this wasn't (laughs) Luke Combs's song so I think that it was a good educational moment for the masses but I can't blame Gen Z for that because did you know that Dirty was a song first before Christina Aguilera did it no but you know what I found out was a song before the version we know huh Earl had to die by the chicks (gasps) was a cover it wasn't their song wow no I didn't know that Mm mm-hmm So I guess, you know, we all are idiots. Who did Dirty before Christina Aguilera? The man that does it with her, Red Man. He (gasps) has a version by himself. So she redid it and like added a girl part and then it became famous. Huh. And then the other (laughs) performance was, I mean, there were a lot of performances, but the other one I want to talk about because I am obsessed with this woman. I have been through all of her eras and different Mm. variations. Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus performed, and this was right after she won her very first Grammy, so she was hyped. And I loved the unhinged, just pure joy. She was up on that stage saying, Yeehaw, baby. <laughs> she was just like living her best life, and I was very happy. I would 1000% go to an Eras tour if she had one. Yes. There was a weird period of time, mm-hmm. it was like socially unacceptable for people to admit that they liked her, but. I'm glad that people are now circling back on her and are enjoying Well, there was, to take their side for a second, there was that weird time slash album where she culture vultured a little bit and wore like grills and Michael Jordan. What do you call them? Thank you. That word is not in my vocabulary. Uh (laughs) Grinded on Robin Thicke. I don't even mind that. But... But yeah, so I do understand why waves were turning, but I never fully got off my surfboard by any means. No, and that's a good point to bring up all of that. I just find that period of time so interesting because she has now started doing interviews about the fact that that period of her life in the public persona that she was putting on was completely a PR stunt. She really, Mm. at that point in time, was living a Hannah Montana type of life where at home she was this one type of person. But then basically the studio and all of the people around her were like, we need to rip you away from Disney. You are going to get a lot of hate. But if you can get through this period of time, you're going to be able to do whatever you want for the rest of your career. Mm. And she was like, "Okay, here I go. So I just find it so interesting. Now, did we have to have the appropriation and all the problematic shit? Probably not. We probably could have accomplished that in other ways. But... God, I love Miley Cyrus. As do Let's I. talk about Taylor Swift. <laughs> okay. What's the vibe? What's your pulse check about Taylor Swift? I am. I'm just perfect, Chelsea. <laughs> I am in with Taylor Swift the same way I'm in with Housewives. Like, I know that she is. I'm going to use the word. Don't attack me, cuties. Swifty cuties. Wait, first, let's give the disclaimer. Swifties, we are morons. We are idiots. Whatever we say should not be taken with any sort of anything. So I'm glad you made that announcement because the fact that we even had to do that backs up my thought that she is 
and again, I don't want to say overrated, but oversaturated. Mm-hmm. She's everywhere. Too many places. But with that said, like, I'm very excited about her new album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have seen her on tour multiple times. Like, I do enjoy her and her music, but I can fully understand why some people don't. Okay. Yeah. I feel the exact same way. I am a fan of Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. I like her music, her Midnight's album. Like, all of those songs are sprinkled into just any playlist that I make these days. I am a fan of her. I do feel when I see a Taylor Swift headline, I feel like Taylor Armstrong screaming, enough! It is the Jennifer Lawrence effect from the 2010s where they're not giving me time and space to miss her. So I'm really happy for her. Like she won her 13th Grammy Uh for best pop vocal album, Midnight's. She announced her next album, like you said, which is going to be called The Tortured Mm -hmm. Poet Department. And this is the thing. If she wasn't everywhere, if I didn't have to read headlines about her holding the hands of Travis Kelsey in a Safeway parking lot, if I didn't have to know everything about every waking moment, if we didn't have embassies weighing in on whether or not she's going to be able to make (laughs) it to the Super Bowl in time, if I had time to miss her, I think that this next thing I'm going to talk about would hit that much harder. (laughs) Little Bitch on Twitter says, if there's one thing Taylor is going to do, it's be a little bit crazy because it turns out that this album titled Tortured Poets Department It's based on this group chat that her ex, Joe Aldwin, Paul Mescal, and Andrew Scott, they have this WhatsApp group called the Tortured Man Club. Mm. Team Taylor on that one. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. And I love her Easter eggs. I do love her. But I want you to really sit in what you just said. If you had time to miss her, you would really appreciate Yeehaw, her more. Yeah, baby. I do want to go back to the vocal text. I think that if we're able to miss them, maybe we could have extended the shelf life of North Pole up your ass. Okay, I understand what you're saying. I'm hearing it. I'm processing it. I'm hopefully going to be able to implement it into my life. But again, we'll see. Yeehaw, baby. Well, what's magical about this, Chelsea, is that you edit the show. (laughs) So yes, they may slip out of you 50 times an episode, but that Uh doesn't mean the cuties need to hear it 50 times. So you know what? Right now, you are channeling your inner Alyssa Milano, and you're saying, I just feel bad for the fans who have to hear... (laughs) Yeehaw, baby. Upwards of 60 times in a 30-minute episode. You know why? Because I'm healed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Taylor Swift, congratulations, but also, you know, much like my vocal tics, maybe just pump the brakes a little. (laughs) She also got into a bit of hot water because she basically ignored Celine Dion, who... Uh surprised everybody by showing up at the Grammys. Celine was diagnosed with, and this, I'm so sorry, cuties. I laugh every time I say this disease. I know it's a really, really serious disease. I know she is struggling, but I think we could have workshopped the name. (laughs) Celine was diagnosed with stiff person syndrome back in 2022. And again, a terrible disease. It seems debilitating. It seems horrible. But stiff person syndrome also sounds like what any middle management person in America is also afflicted with. I think when you just put what the issue is and then syndrome at the end, it makes it funny because I laugh at shaken baby syndrome. <laughs> it reminds me of shaken baby. <laughs> and I help. 
<laughs> so Celine presented this award. Taylor got it. She hugged essentially every person and then like went to the cameraman, went out into the crowd, <laughs> hugged the ballet driver, and then came back, ripped her award from Celine's hand and just started going into announcing her album. So people were pissed, but... They since have taken a very contrived photo that proved that everything's good. Here's what I think about it. I understand why that is shitty behavior. However, as someone who has won awards before, I do think when you are graced with the award, that's all you see. So everything else was pregame and like foreplay kind of. Like she hugged the girl that walked around stage. She hugged the cameraman. She hugged the behind the scenes rope puller. But then <laughs> Celine was the one holding the award. So when she saw a hand with the award in it, I don't even think she looked at who did it. And she obviously knew Celine was right. the one on stage. But I think once you get to that part, your body takes over. That's fair. And I do think that if I were to ever win an award one day, I think I would be the person who forgets to thank my mom or like mm. if it was a podcast award, forget to thank you. <laughs> my brain, as you know, evidenced by the past 20 minutes of us talking, my brain is a scary place to be and to live. And certainly right. I could miss some details. However, I think, again, this is Taylor Swift's 13th win i feel like it's a double whammy because she also hits us with the classic taylor swift surprised face every time that makes it seem like everything she's doing is curated so then when she fucks up like this it makes it seem like that's intentional too does that make sense no it does a lot yeah but again love taylor swift happy for the new album it seems like it's gonna be a real stick it to old joe because (laughs) now the track list has been leaked And fans are like DMing him, warning him to change his name, dye his hair, and move to a different country. (laughs) So that's all I have to say about the Grammys. Okay. So now let's award Cutie of the Week. I have Kourtney Kardashian because, and I talk about this more on our next week's episode on Monday, but I have been on a TikTok journey. I need to delete the app from my phone. I've been spending a lot of time over there, and I found myself, I stumbled on over to Alabama Barker's (laughs) TikTok. That's somebody's name? That's Travis Barker's daughter. Oh, God. Alabama. Uh She did this video with her dad, (laughs) Travis, where they were talking about how he would react in a parenting fashion for all of these like rules like if I did this how would you react and he's never been on my list of hall passes he's never been somebody that I felt compelled to fuck his brains out until this TikTok he was so gentle and sweet I wanted to flick the old bean to Travis (laughs) so I just have to say kudos to you Kourtney Kardashian hip hip hooray well done (laughs) way to go Kourtney Chelsea, I have to apologize. I was giggling to myself that entire time you were speaking. I was listening, though. I was listening. Uh However, you know how, like, everything on TikTok is, like, Delta Gamma Rush talk or, like, cruise talk or, like, Little Miss in the Kitchen talk? like, why you're autistic talk. (laughs) I thought Alabama Barkers was some kind of dog of the (laughs) South TikTok. (laughs) We just had to work through some things in my head with that. We got there. And my cutie of the week It's Princess Diana. (laughs) Donnie. We all know why. Okay. Well. (laughs) So one more reminder. Cuties. Our YouTube channel, I Am The Cute One Podcast, does come out this Wednesday. And this Monday coming up, we will be covering Bridget Jones's diary on the main feed. Wonderful. TGIF cuties, we will talk to you later. Love Love you like like a a sister. sister. Yeehaw, baby. (laughs) Bye. 
Thank you for listening to I Am The Cute One. If you want more, head to patreon.com slash I Am The Cute One for uncut, unedited, and unhinged video and audio footage of current episodes, as well as even more bonus content. And if you like what you heard, please be sure to leave a five-star rating and subscribe to our show. And to help us grow this community of chaotic cuties, share an episode with a friend you think would pass the vibe check. And to see the madness, check out our YouTube channel, where video footage from all current episodes are posted weekly. You can follow me at Real Donnywood on Instagram and all other social media platforms. And if you want more of my personal brand of chaos, check me out at Oh No Chels. Talk to you, you later. later. Love, Love you like, like a sister. sister. baby. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.